Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hi, this is Jordan Moreno, and this is The Valley Now, your weekly feel-good hour where we lift each other up with the stories of good people doing good things in your neighborhood. Every week, we'll be talking with community leaders who have a unique passion for our thriving city and those that make the Valley such a special place to live. Get ready to be inspired by the work they're doing. Whether it's mentoring our youth, providing a platform for those without one, or just driving those worthy charitable causes. Listen in on the conversations and join us in raising our community. This is our time to shine, and this is The Valley Now. All right. Margie Bonds is the founder and CEO of Military Assistance Mission, which is really an organization that was founded upon a mother's love. And and I love that. I love the story is very, very endearing, but a wonderful mission that helps heroes and their families. And good morning. Thank you for being here. Oh, good morning. Thank you so much, Jordan. And again, love your top. <laughs> Thank you. We're, we're already off to a great start. <laughs> um, I want to hear about how your acronym is MAM, Military Assistance Mission, but it goes much, much deeper than that. So I want to kind of hear about the story of how this started um, and who it is all really centered around. And how we got its name. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting uh, revelation there. So my son's name is Michael Adam Marzano. Now, remember, I didn't know that we were going to have a company after him when I named him. I just liked Michael because it says God-like and Adam is the first man of God. So it was kind of one of those things. And I don't think I ever thought about his initials. I just never did until mm-hmm. one day... After we lost him in Iraq, I went and got a tattoo, and I had MAM, and I'm like, oh, ma'am, and that's what everybody called me ma'am, you know, because <laughs> as you get older, they call you ma'am a lot. <laughs> but um, he volunteered to go to Iraq, and on um, Mother's Day of 2005, I received my knock on the door telling me that he had given his life fighting for our country. And um, two other Marines and a corpsman were ambushed at a hospital. And they were trying to save it from the insurgents that had sandbagged it. But we didn't know that at the time. But our Marines went up to find out what was going on. There'd been some small arms fire. There were people running through the streets screaming. So our guys went up to find out what was happening. And it had been, it was a setup. And so the insurgents were releasing doctors and nurses and patients, keeping them as body shields. And, that, and so our guys decided they were going to turn around, go back, regroup, bring in other equipment. We had a helicopter that was coming in. I know because I've met the gentleman that was in the helicopter and uh, he said man that was a big explosion because it rattled his helicopter too the only thing that was left of the van that was filled with the IEDs was an engine block I have a picture of that that's that's all that was left of it Um, my son was the first one hit 
And so I'm sure that on his way up, I'm I'm imagining him going up. Um, he was like, "Let me get back down there and help. I got to get down there and help." Um, but we ended up losing a corpsman, Navy corpsman, and uh, the doc, and two other Marines, and all of them. Uh, the other guys were all wounded, but they took over and they saved the hospital. So to me, my son was a hero, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Ma'am was one of those things where the official start of Ma'am, my board of directors said, start your own organization. Just start this. I had been with another national nonprofit, and I decided to start my own. And by coming up with a name is a real challenge. I bet. You've got to think of something that's going to mean something. So I thought of like Michael's legacy or Michael's mission or Michael's age. or I thought of all of those things. But who's going to find us? Who's going to go to us for assistance? They're not going to know who Michael is. Right. So I had for like a month on my sink, I had this little piece of paper and I would jot things down. I'd put my makeup on, fix my hair, jot down. And one day I had written down Michael Adam Marzano and the initials went off. So I kind of looked at those and then I kind of was like, well, what are we going to do while we're going to support military and we're going to be, that's our assistance and that will be our mission. So I'd written down assistance and mission in military and all of a sudden the MAM from his initials and the MAM for military assistance mission again came together spotlight it was like it took about a month but it was spotlight and it was great because if a military person needs assistance they're going to go in and type military assistance Mm -hmm. so they're going to find us right and that's really what we're here for is to help them so that was what was really key you know and if donors want to find us you know who supports military you know military assistance mission does so it was one of those really great revelations that Voila! Yeah. You know? <laughs> it all worked. <laughs> it was wonderful. And he was there, like, look, mom, this this is what's happening. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and I said this just the other day, and I and I choke up, so I hope I don't choke up. But you know, someday I'm going to meet him again, and I'm going to bring him down because he was a big, tall. He he was a heavyweight boxer, and he was getting ready to go to the Olympics when the Marines accepted him. Wow. So he was big, much bigger than me. But he, I you know I'm going to get him down, and I'm going to smack him. Right. I'm going <laughs> to cuff him like a mom does. I'll run up alongside the head and say, "You're seven months. We're way different than." mind because he promised me when he volunteered to go because mm-hmm. he didn't have to go he'd already done his four years and he, now he's reservist and he didn't have to go but he volunteered to go and he said mom i promise you seven months that's it seven months his seven months has been a, quite a bit longer than my seven months so we're going to chat about that right. <laughs> you've you know, had some words with your that, son that mom thing is going to happen mm-hmm. and then uh and then i'm just going to ask him did i make you proud i'm sure you did I hope so. Absolutely. I hope so. I want to talk about your son. Who was he as a person when he was here? Michael was funny. Oh, my gosh. We would go to movies, Jordan, and I know that we sat and watched the same movie, (laughs) and we would walk out, and he would just throw out lines from the movie and I was like were we in? I gotta go back in I'm not even sure that we were in the same movie he just was comedic he was also he would insult you with the greatest of ease to the point where you were laughing thought it was a great compliment and you'd walk away and go did he just 
did you just insult me? <laughs> you know, and he would have this smirk on his face. But he was um, always into sports. He um, was a wrestler. He played football in high school. I remember going back and watching his homecoming game and his telling his coach, you've got to put me in. My mom is here. And I think <laughs> about that with uh, uh, TV shows. where are like, you've got to put me in, coach. You've got to put me in. That was him. you got to put me in. You know, my mom came all the way here to, wa- to watch me play. you got to put me in. And his dad had been a Marine and my stepdad had been a Marine. And my dad had been Army way before I was born. But it was something when he was two years old, he was wearing his dad's blues jacket. The big jacket was falling off of him. like, But he was trying to walk with this thing on. And and, and then the cover, the, the lid, the hat mm-hmm. um, that he, he would put on, it would slide in front of his face and he would run into a wall and that, but he would laugh and he's, I going to be. I gonna be. He's oh. gonna be. He did crazy, stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> As yeah, I, I am. Yeah. I have a four year old, and I'm yes, scared of all of the crazy, ridiculous oh, things. That because they have up. no fear. No. You know, I remember one time we had to put a lock on his door because he went downstairs and he took a pan. And he stuck it on the stove and he took a can of soup and he stuck it in the pan, not oh, opened. Yeah. And his dad had, had was walking home, so he had gotten home and I was upstairs. I didn't know he had gone downstairs. And he turned on the fire and he was standing there. Oh, no. We're like, Oh my gosh, we can't you know, he could get out in the street. So he was right. a very active child. No. He was really cool. But his sense of humor was really, really bar none, just the greatest. And he made everybody laugh and if he did didn't like something he gave you that look too which I believe he got off of me <laughs> and I'm okay with that but no he was fun and he got out of high school he was supposed to go to the Marine Corps right out of high school but he blew his knee in a wrestling at a state tournament oh. and the Marines were like time out we don't we weren't wartime they didn't need you so for four years every once a year or maybe sometimes twice he would go to the recruiters and he would get paperwork from a doctor, releasing him, releasing him, releasing him. And about six years ago, I got a phone call from one of the, his recruiter, and he was crying, and he was like, ma'am, I'm so sorry. And I said, what are you sorry for? You're, and he goes, well, you know, your son came in. We, I let him in. I gave him that waiver, and I said, you gave him the best years of his life. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, you, he, was, he was, that's what he was. He was a warrior. Right. He was a Marine. And so he did his four years of uh, active duty in Camp Lejeune. And then, you know, he went to Okinawa a couple times during that. But he wanted to be with his brothers. That's what he was. And, you know, you can be an electrician. You can be a a DJ. You can Mm -hmm. be anything and stuff. And that's what he was. So I had to accept that early on because, like I said, he was heading to the Olympics as a boxer when the Marines wouldn't take him. He was going out practicing all the time and, and doing all of the things. He, sh- he was supposed to be doing and I'm like thinking oh good he's safe he's a boxer right. think, equally scary <laughs> it, I, I know right now I'm like why did I think that was okay but I did I guess I was just worried that he would join the military and something bad would happen of course. and it did but I look back now and I think he his name is helping a lot of people mm-hmm. and if I could have him back in a heartbeat oh my gosh I would take it in a heartbeat just for that big old bear hug, you know. (laughs) But there's things about him that were just unique and special, and we all have that with our children. And I have just great memories of being his mom. You know, the the bear hugs were amazing, and the the scent. You know, I tell his dad I miss Michael's smell, and he goes, he didn't smell. And I'm like... 
No. What's the first thing a mom does when they get their baby is they smell them. Mm-hmm. It's a different connection. Nobody it, else has it. Exactly. Even the dad doesn't have that. Nope. You know, not to take away from the dads because we wouldn't have the baby without the dad, right? But that smell is something that a mom knows. And when he would hug me, I could smell that smell. And I just missed the smell. And, and with you still, that yeah. smell and something that you recall when you think of him. Right. Like that. You, and I really like your bond. Yes. That you had with him. He was great. So fast forward, you making that kind of leap of faith to leave your current role or, or your, your previous role and that kind of world to start this nonprofit and and very meaningful, very passionate. Uh, but you're, we are talking about it. You oversee the day-to-day operations. Like you are in it. You're making all those business decisions. Uh, how was that transition for you? Was it something that you're like, okay, let's do it. I want, I want to be in there every single day. Or was it something that was just kind of heavy on your heart and you wanted to start something, but you didn't know what that would look like or what your role within would be? I really had no idea. This was not on my uh, my focus. You know, um, I was going to, when Michael went, volunteered to go to Iraq, at that point, I was going to college. I was trying to, um, I wanted to be an attorney. That's mm. what I wanted to be. I wanted to fight for our grandparent rights, family rights, and that kind of, that's what I was involved in at that time. So starting, um, I, I got hired by, I, actually, I get, I owned a boutique in Carefree, and I got a call, and it, it was—it's a longer story, but so I'll make it short. But I got—I ended up getting a second call from that from a national organization that heard that I was helping out this family um, that the mayor had called me and asked me that I would help out with. So they were like, "Well, how does the mayor know you? And how does this congressman know you? And how does this—how do all these people know you?" And I go, "I don't know. I guess I'm the person that kind of." Go to, you know, mm-hmm. the go to, you know, oh, you don't know, go to Margie, she'll know. I don't know how that happened. Just by talking to people and meeting people and being out in the public eye when I did, I, I really don't know how that all happened. I was going to school. Yeah. <laughs> I was a student. I was an old student. I was 50 years old and I was going to school to be an attorney. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. So I didn't expect this. Well, this national organization contacted me and wanted, I was asking me all these questions because they wanted to help the same person that I was helping in Arizona. So we got to talking. And anyway, um, they hired me to be the president of their chapter in Arizona. And I immediately, it it was military assistance. I mean, it was helping. Mm -hmm. So I immediately shut down my boutique. Like it was, wasn't even a question within 30 days. It was done. Everything done, gone. Right. I needed to be able to help my son's brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. So I worked for them for about five years and I learned a lot. I'm very, very grateful for the education they gave me. But there, I could see that Arizona was way different than like, say, San Antonio or California or North Carolina or Florida, where there, we, they would send out battalions of people. They would deploy battalions. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. We send out little pockets of mm-hmm. people, you know, 50 here, 100 there, whatever. We send out little pockets where they send out thousands. Arizona is different. We have a lot of reserve, reserve status. We have active duty, but we have a lot of reserve status because mm-hmm. we have Papago National Guard. We have the 162nd down in Tucson. Um, we have Davis Month, and and people forget about all of the bases that we have. We have um, 
Luke Air Force Base here. They think about that one because it's in our backyard here. Mm-hmm. But we have Camp Navajo and Flagstaff. There are armories everywhere, little bases everywhere. Uh, Luke Air Force Base also houses our Marine and our Navy. And a lot of reserve action. So I want to help anybody that dons that uniform. Anybody. Anybody that signs their name on it on a piece of paper that says they're going to give me my freedom and protect those rights, I want to help them. So it was important for me to expand our mission. So that's what we did. So when my board of directors said, start your own, Mm -hmm. because they knew how how passionate I was about helping everybody and raising money is key. It's very important. That's how I help people. But I don't want to raise money in my son's name and not. Right. Right. I don't want to do that. And my son had been a reservist when he volunteered to go to Iraq. And I remember times of him coming out saying, Mom, I have drill this weekend. Can I get some gas money? Mm-hmm. And I remember that. And I remembered when my son was killed that there had to be other parents out there that were experiencing the same thing and other service members that were experiencing the same need for funding. Mm-hmm. I needed to help them. I know that Michael pushed me in that. Yeah. And I'm very grateful for him for giving me that. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about some of these programs because there's a financial portion, but yes. ma'am has a number of wonderful programs and a lot of them that I think maybe wouldn't be top of mind to someone unless they had gone through something you'd gone through, like the baby showers. I, I was looking at those and those kind of, you know, there's small scale things, there's big scale things. You're, you're helping out where it is needed. Uh, So talk about some of those programs. Well, our financial side is um, with food, rent, mortgage, car payments, auto insurance, um, and utilities. So that's that's our backbone. That's what started everything. From there, I'm very good at listening to see what isn't happening out there, and then I devise a program for it <laughs> it's like okay yeah we need that that will help somebody i'm you always make it sound so simple too <laughs> it's not <laughs> well no it's not but um, we're doing pretty good with it and it's real easy for a service member to get help from us they just go online and they have to upload a couple of th- things but i always tell them you know listen if you were going to buy a house you would pay that you would upload all this information and pay it back with interest. Me, you have to upload your LAS, which is a pay stub, your orders, your ID. All of those three things show me um, your rank, that you are an Arizona service member because we only serve Arizona, and that you're serving an Arizona unit. All of those three things combined show me all that information. And then upload the bill. Upload the bill. So if you if it's your lease, if it's rent or mortgage or auto, upload the bill because we pay the lien holder directly. That way we're making sure that the, the money is going to where you said you need it to go mm-hmm. to. So make sure that that bill has your account number on it. So it gets directed right. to the right account, the right name on it, your name on it. I'm not paying for your grandma's house. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's weird because it's a fine line between a, watching donor money and watching and doing your program, mm-hmm. you know, and I sometimes I have to sit back and I look and I, I want to help. I want to help. I want to help. But then I go, if I was a donor, what would I say? Yeah. Is that what I would want my money to have gone to? Sometimes it's a no. Mm-hmm. And then I have to work around and figure out a way to uh, another solution. So our financial is 
those programs. From there, then we have morale programs. We have our Christmas event, which is so great. I mean, 800 people coming through and choosing toys and walking out and um, knowing that there's something under the Christmas tree, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's because of my son. Right. It's because of him, you know, he's done this. So I'm so grateful. All the donors that just give so much um, with toys and money and stuff at Christmas time are amazing because we know then what that child's going to wake up, you Mm -hmm. know, and the children are are just the best, which brings me to the baby shower. Oh my gosh, baby bundle bash. That was a, a board member said, my wife was thinking you should do a baby thing. And I'm like, what? That's like, real descriptive. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? Um, okay. Yeah. Let me figure that one out. And that Baby Bundle Bash is probably one of our greatest programs. It is so cool to go there. And I just got a picture the other day of one of our babies that was ju- was just at the Baby Bundle Bash about three weeks ago and had their baby. And I got Aww. the picture and it's a little baby and I'm going to be able to hopefully hold that little baby. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's all these pictures of Margie holding babies everywhere, touching kids, hugging a kid or whatever because just, I just gravitate you towards like them. I love them, yeah. <laughs> and they love me too so it's a good thing right um but um the the morale programs are really important and then like i was at an event and i heard about the a problem that happened where they would get to gi bill to go to college right because they put into the gi bill but then it could be six to eight weeks before they actually got their money Mm. And that could be a problem for somebody. What if the what about their rent? What about their car payment? What that's about a long time? That is six to eight weeks. That's a long time. So I devised, well, hey, I'm going to do an education program. Now right. we have two education programs, and um, that program we it actually became obsolete because the government has now worked it out where the there's no six to eight weeks; it's six to eight days or something. Okay, so it's great. But it became obsolete. So then it's like, okay, revise the program. Revise Mm -hmm. the program. Now we're going to be helping with backpacks and school supplies and stuff. And it may sound like, well, you know, that's for little kids. But no, college age needs those Mm -hmm. things also. The TI-84s, those those Texas Instrument graphing calculators. They're so expensive. They're so expensive. We're going to be putting those in the backpacks and everybody will get those. So um, and then the other day I was at church and they were talking about camp and how some parents couldn't afford camp. And I'm like, there could be a military child there that wouldn't be able to go to camp because they can't afford it. I'm going to start a new program, so that's going to be effective tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to make sure that we take care of those kids. So um, we started um, with the program with uh, uh, extracurricular. So, you know, they might not be able to go to a football camp, or they might not be able to go to um, cheer camp, or they might not be able to go to those kinds. We're going to fix that because mm-hmm. we want to make sure that, kids, you know, if they go to those things, they understand partnership, being a part of something bigger, greater than they are. And there's a lot of things, rules, restrictions and that, that they have to conform to. So that is a basic skill in life. Mm-hmm. So we're going to help with that. I like that. And I like that you're you're digging into what is missing. Where are these gaps? Where can we jump in? Can you touch just briefly on the, the day of a life Yeah, a day in the life of a military family 
and that you've experienced it firsthand and how just having this support and knowing that we have this support from ma'am might be, like you said, the difference of a child going to camp or not. Do you have any of those stories that families just said this was life changing for us? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, We had a lady who put in she put in for a I think it was like a. Uh, I'm thinking it was like a $25 food cart. She wanted a $25 food. She wanted something that four kids Mm -hmm. and um, the husband, he's, he's reserve. So he does his one weekend a month and stuff. They were having an issue with um, uh, civilian jobs, civilian jobs. You know, a lot of people lost their jobs through COVID Mm -hmm. and then getting another job may not be the skill that they that they had and that that job may be gone it may be gone right. so they were they were just struggling and so our military are extremely extremely proud and i have learned sometimes i have to be an aggressive mom mm-hmm. and say no what is it you need what is it you need and i i could listen to the kids i hear the kids and i like listen no how's your electric bill yeah and they're like um um, well, we just really, we really need some food. Like, yeah, well, I bet you need electric bill too. Right. You know, so it's a lot of digging around. Mm-hmm. I will tell you my first application, um, his name was Aaron and he had been, um, wounded. Uh, I believe he was a bronze star recipient down in Sarita, Arizona. We, and we serve all of Arizona. And he called up one day and I generally don't throw my son into the mix because it's not about my son. His loss has helped me get the funding and do the programs and everything, but it's not important to talk to him, talk about him and his loss to his brothers and sisters in uniform, unless I have to. Mm-hmm. And some days I have to. Well, he called up this this man, I'll never forget his name, and he was like four months behind on rent. That's a long time. But his landlord was working with him. And he was they needed food. He kept saying, well, but ma'am, but ma'am, um, I got wounded in 2005. And this was 2012, I think, because we've been in business 10 years now. And he's like, um, but I got wounded in 2005. And I said, okay. Yeah. All right. And he was like, but I got wounded. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. What do you need? Well, uh, you know, we could use some food. Okay, but I got wounded in 2005, ma'am. And he kept telling me that over and over again. And finally, I just, I, there was nothing else I could do to get him past that and go, Aaron, I get it. You were wounded in 2005. And all of these other big name organizations were not helping him because it had been there. So mm-hmm. that's why he kept telling me. He didn't want to set himself up, mm-hmm. you know, to be turned down. But, but he's but, still dealing with it. Uh, exactly. Daily. Exactly. And he had multiple back surgeries and he was facing another one. He couldn't work because of these multiple back surgeries. The wife couldn't work because she was taking care of him and the children. Mm-hmm. So they were really, really struggling. And he's like... But it was 2005, and finally I just said, Aaron, stop. Here's the deal. My son was killed in 2005. He's still gone. You were hurt in 2005. You're still hurt. Let's move on. Let me do what my son would want me to do, and that is to help you. What do you need? And he he just started crying because he knew I wasn't going to turn him down then. Mm-hmm. And he also started crying because a brother was lost. Right. And they are very sentimental on those things. Very, They get very emotional. So we helped him with his rent. We worked with the the uh, landlord. We got his utilities taken care of, his gas, his propane, um, his ut- everything, everything. And finally, I said to him, and it was in July, 
And I said, do your kids have back to school supplies? And he goes, well, no, ma'am, we don't even have food. So Mm -hmm. we don't. And I said, all right, listen, we're having an event in Tucson. I will take extras and get you taken care of. Just come up and ask for me directly. So I saw him, bet him, took the kids through the back end. The kids thought it was Christmas. He's sitting there, tears. She's tearing up and stuff like that because they would have not had that for their kids. No. So there are reasons that things happen, and there are reasons that these people came into my world because Aaron has given me the story that things happened. Mm-hmm. Things just happened. It is an he's, amazing work. He's still wounded. Right, still but, wounded. But he has healed followed up with them he has gone back to work everything is fine they are back on track everything was good full they, circle full circle i love it i love right it. yeah and i just look up at the heavens and i say thank you michael mm-hmm. yeah and if there's someone that wants to get involved how can we help what can we do to is it volunteerism is it you know time resources how can we help to further your mission there's a couple of different ways. If you know of a service member that fits our criteria to help, and they have to be rank E5 and below, that's our list. Um, that's who we help, which is our lowest paid enlisted service members. That qualifies us for that working tax credit, that charitable tax giving, mm-hmm. uh, the $400 per person, $800 couple, um, because of those we serve. Who are those that are serving us? But we could always use volunteers. Baby showers, oh my God, if you can wrap gifts, if you can yeah, uh, help decorate uh, the day before the event, please feel free. If you want to show up at the day of the event, please feel free. Just register on our website. And if you want to help at the Christmas events, or if you want to help, you know, we put together packets a lot for different events that we're doing. There's many different ways you can help us out. Mm-hmm. Um, we're a small team. There's only five of us. There were four, and we just hired a new one to help with the education program. But that's a small team to do everything that we do across the state and if you want to make a donation please feel free but our website is azmam m-a-m that's michael adam marzano (laughs) (laughs) or military assistance mission.org so it's azmam.org please feel free to go on there check out our site if something fits you and i will pre-apologize because if you sign up to volunteer we really don't know what you want to volunteer with Mm -hmm. so you may get a whole bunch of emails from us and it may not fit you But wait, because there's obviously a reason that you've volunteered. Something will fit you. Well, thank you so much, Margie Bonds, Military Assistance Mission. Margie like a margarita. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for having me. All right. I want to give a very special thank you to my guests today. And I want to thank you for being a part of the program and making our community an amazing place, not just to live and to work, but most importantly, to play. You can hear the Valley now on the radio with audio on demand on radio station websites and the Odyssey app. My name is Jordan Moreno. Shine your light, share your love, and join us again next week right here on the Valley Now. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.